0: Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you're joining us today. We hope that this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. So God actually bless you. I, I, I trust that you've been blessed so far. Amen. Uh, I, I, I believe that the Lord has given me a, a message, and I must say today while I at home, uh, I had uh, a good bit of sleep in preparation, so that we'd be fresh for now. So, <laughs> so that the roles would be reversed, you guys can fall asleep, but I'll, I'll be wide awake. Amen. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Um, the, the title of the message is simple: an ambassador, an embassy, a mandate, and a power. And, 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 and as I was thinking about this, uh, I remember last around uh, about Christmas time, I went to see, uh, I went to visit a good friend of uh, a good friend of mine uh, who is now an ambassador. I remember just sitting down and talking with him. You know, and just, just, you know, I'm, I'm a person who likes the simple things. And you, just, just to find out what the day-to-day life is like, what this is like, and what that's like. Because I prefer to always see what's happening behind the scenes. And I remember he, he said a couple things that really, really stuck with me, you know. And, uh, and one of them in, in particular um, that, 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 that he said, he told, me, he told me that for him, the embassy grounds all the way up until the gate. That means from the embassy and, and everything that belonged to that country, he said that that area was their nation. So, if, for instance, he was, he, he was he is the ambassador for Nigeria in, in, in Argentina. He says, Yes, we're in Argentina. Yes, we're in Buenos Aires. But in the confines of this building, this is Nigeria. And it really struck me, you know. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, Wow, that's a, that's, that's, that's a phenomenal thought in the natural. What about in the spiritual? You know, and I begin to think, for instance, wherever I am, wherever you are, wherever those of us who are born again in the spirit of God, that area becomes the kingdom of God. Just, just consider that. In, in, imagine you have, you, you have a little yard and, and, and that, let, let's say maybe one meter by one meter, two meters by, one, by two meters. As we begin to move and begin to walk, we carry the presence of God with us. That area where we are, we are governed by a different authority, we are governed by a different law, we're governed by a different set of principles, but that area becomes the area that belongs to God. So imagine taking that with us as we go to work, and as we go to work, as we go to school, as we go home, wherever we go, we're carrying that presence. We're carrying that authority of God, we're carrying the mandates of heaven with us. And, and, and it was then that this, that this really struck me, so let's just pray first. Lord God, we thank you for your faithfulness and your love and your kindness to us. I pray, God, that you would speak, oh God, to every heart. Speak to my heart, Lord. I pray that, Lord, people will leave you encouraged. People will leave you are lifted, oh God, not, uh, uh, with, with, with the authority of heaven, oh God, to know that all of heaven is with them, to know that the glory of God resides in and amongst them, to know, oh God, that they are favored by you, to know that your love is upon them, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that there be none who leave you, oh God, thinking and, or trying to carry an unjust weight. Thinking that their responsibility is theirs to carry. But Lord, they would walk in the liberty of understanding, O oh God, that they have been chosen by you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen and amen. So if, if you have your scriptures, can you please turn with me to two Corinthians chapter five, verses seventeen? So for those of you who don't have Bibles, you can turn to your to, to your app on the phone. Um, to two Corinthians five seventeen. I'll wait. <laughs> it's a lovely thought. In, in, in the olden days, whenever, whenever, whenever they would, uh, whenever the preachers would say, "Would you turn to your Bibles?" You'd hear the sound of pages turning, uh, but but now it's, now it's now it's the sound of swiping. Uh, Two Corinthians five seventeen says, "Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to Himself by Christ Jesus, and hath given us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit," That God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. Now not imputing our trespasses unto them and had had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled unto God. Now that's the old King James version. I also have the new living translation which reads like this. This means that anyone who belongs to, to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who has brought us back unto himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. No longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead. Come to God, come back to god and and, and it just it, it, you, you know just the, the whole notion of ambassadorship so, so I went and looked, I went and looked at the definition of an ambassador. It says an ambassador is an official envoy, especially a diplomatic agent of the highest rank accredited to a foreign government or sovereign as the resident representative of his or her own government or sovereign or appointed for a special and often temporary diplomatic assignments. And even as I was reading the definition, immediately I put my hand up and I says, Andy, I'm not qualified for this. Does anyone else feel like they're not qualified to be an ambassador for God? To stand on his behalf? Because I, 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 it says there, a diplomatic agent of the highest rank. And I thought, Lord, I'm not of the highest rank. There's nothing I can do. But then as, as I began to think of it, I remember the scripture says in, 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 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, for God made Christ who never sinned to be an offering for our sin so that we might be made right unto God. The King James Version says, so that we can become the righteousness of God. And I began to look at it and, and I see now the qualification that you and I walk in is not on what we've done. Not because... Not because you've been good people, but it's because of what Christ Jesus has done. And he takes his accreditation and he gives it to us. And he says, now now you are a person of the highest rank. Why? Because you've been a good boy? No. Because of what Christ Jesus has done. The accreditation comes from him. We walk in the authority that comes from him. And and so now here, here, here we are on the earth, you, me, Jack, John, every single one of us, we walk in. We walk in around in this place as ambassadors of the kingdom of God. As ambassadors of the kingdom of God, almost, almost in the place in, in the place of those who will speak on behalf of their sovereign, who will speak on behalf of their king, who will live as they live. And 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 I quizzed. I quizzed. I, I, quizzed full. I said, I'm, I mean, I'm asking. I'm asking the simplest of questions. You know, like like, full, what food do you all eat? Do you all eat Argentinian food, or do you all eat? He says we eat the food that we eat at home. What language you'll speak? Yet you all speak Spanish? No, we speak the language that we speak at home, because this is the life of an ambassador. An ambassador does things according to the heavenly kingdom, and not according to this kingdom. So, 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 I said, have you had any run-ins with anyone? He said, yes. There was the, the 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 first day, the, the first couple of days I was here, I had to discipline one of the guys. Why? Because he allowed a contractor to come, on, to come into the grounds without my permission. Not though that's very, very harsh. No, no, he said, he said, no, you don't understand, Andy. Not even the ambulance can come onto this place without my permission. Not even the fire truck can come into this place without my permission. Because this is Nigeria. Now, just, just begin to think of that in the spiritual, concept, in, in, in the spiritual context. Are we allowing contractors to come into, into our domain without accreditation? Are we allowing things to come into, into the place that belongs to God without His consent? And I mean, I'm, I'm, this 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 is not a this not a this, this, this is a two way conversation because I know as I'm asking this, I'm asking myself because you see the plans and the plans of this world will always try and impinge on the kingdom of God, and I know because I play tennis. And there's been many times when that tennis has come and said, Andy, we're going this way. And it's been contrary to what God wanted. And it's so important that we remember our role. We remember that we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God. That we belong to him, not to ourselves. Because we have desires, we have ambitions, we have plans, we have this and we have that, which are going to try with everything that they have to pull us away from from what our divine appointment is. And sometimes, sometimes it can be something as simple as letting a contractor through the gate. Sometimes it can be something as simple as what we look at. as, Oh, it doesn't matter. It's this. It's that. It's the other. But all the time, we, we, we must remember that we are not going to undermine the authority of God in our lives. We, are not gonna, we have to remember what is, what, is, what is the primary and the most important thing. And the most important thing is him. And that we stand for him. And that we belong to him. Again, I'm, again, this, this is not to point any fingers at you at all. I'm not trying to bring anyone into condemnation. It's a reminder of who you are. It's a reminder of how important you are. A reminder of how the Lord sees you. Of how the Lord sees me. Not just as an ordinary old so and so. But as a citizen of heaven. As one who represents him. As one who stands for him. As one who he's given his accreditation to. Why? So that we can proclaim the goodness of God. So that we can proclaim the majesty of God. So that, so that even as we begin to move, so that the kingdom of God is advancing all the time. We think of Joshua uh, we, we think of Joshua standing just about to go into the promised land. Just about to go into the promised land. And the Lord says to him, every place on which your foot shall tread, I have given unto you. And it's the same with us. We go into work, we go into school, we go into university, we go into this place and we go into that place. Every place on which our foot shall tread, he's given unto us. We take that grant. We, we take that majesty. I, I, I see two of our youngsters there from school, even at school. I'll, I'll always remember. In, whilst I was in primary school, there was a there was a young guy called Bennett Shaw. I don't know where Bennett is now, but he was uh, he was um, he was in the special class. Uh, he had thick thick glasses like that. Um, but Bennett started up a prayer meeting that they used to have on Friday Fridays at twelve o'clock in school. And I mean, Bennett was nothing by by, by, by any, you, you know. You, you, he, he wasn't anything special, but Bennett to this day still still remains in my mind because he stood for Christ. As I got older, as I got older, I, I, I saw Bennett, and he was still standing for Christ as an ambassador. Simply by doing one thing for the Lord, imagine that if he impacted me, how many others did he impact? And I, I always remember, I always remembered being challenged by Bennett. Simply, 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 I mean, simply when he walked, simply when he went to their prayer meeting, sometimes you'd go as a Christian, you'd go and you'd just peep in and then you'd, you'd duck out and, and whatever. And sometimes you wouldn't even go, you'd be too ashamed to go in. But the ambassador was there. And all of us here are ambassadors for Christ. Wherever you go, you carry the glory of God. Don't be ashamed of this wonderful gospel. And sometimes it's in the simplest of things. Think about that. Just a prayer meeting in a class where you're just going to pray for during the lunch break. That's, that's, that can be the, life, the life-saving of some person. I think of my, my son, Fletcher, and, and Billy. They did it up in Christry, Um And it's, it's uh, you, you know, folks, this, this ambassadorship that we carry, it, it's an easy life and it's a hard life. Christ gives us the power, of course, for, for it to be easy. But we must stand for him. We must stand. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes that, ambass- that ambassadorship is going to be when we have to stand in those difficult situations, when they're saying there's no God, when they're saying that there's absolutely no way that the heavens, could have, the heavens and earth could have been created in, in six days. We say, yes, there is, because the Bible says it, and we believe it. And sometimes it's standing up for truth. Sometimes it's standing up for righteousness. Sometimes they'll say things that that, that, that will go against, go against everything that we know. Our own nature will say, Keep quiet, say nothing, but an ambassador will stand up. On behalf of on behalf of our kingdom, we say no. They mightn't invite you again to the party, but thank God your ambas- your ambassadorship will stand. In years to come, in years to come when they saved, they'll remember, they'll remember Nolan, they'll remember Jack, they'll remember Andy, they'll remember Bennett. Someone will be speaking about you, God willing, on a different part of the world. Amen. And again, the reminder is that we are the righteousness of Christ. He has given us his accreditation. We stand in the authority of heaven, and it's not based on what we have done, what we can do, or what we will ever do. Because we in ourselves, we can never ever fully fulfill this task. It's the Holy Spirit who will come and empower us. Our constant boast, I love this part here, it says our constant boast is in our sovereign. When... Whenever my brother would speak about his, his, his country, the smile would come on his face. The pride. Whenever we speak of Jesus, whenever we speak of this plan of salvation, let them see that pride in our face. Let them see that joy. Oh, what did you do this week? Oh, man, I went to church. It was unbelievable. Oh, what, what, what did you do on the week? And oh, we went to youth, and it was like this and like that and the other. And, and as, as we begin to exhibit this excitement for what we love, they'll become envious for it. If we apologize for going to church, they'll never want what we have. Amen? Because we stand as ambassadors. We are proud of what the Lord is doing. We are proud of what he's done. And for me, it's, for me of late, it's been a great joy. People say, are, 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 are you playing the second phase of, of, of Winter League? I say, no, I can't do that. Why, why, why? I said, no, no, that's on Sunday. I can't be missing out on church anymore. I did it once. It's not happening anymore. Oh, but, but. I said, no, no, no. That's the house of the Lord. I want to be in the house of the Lord. I want to be with his people. I want to serve him. Yes, of course, in the past I might have done things differently, but from this day forward, no. Because he's mine, and I am his. And I'm delighted in him. And then before long you find conversations begin to veer in that direction. Suddenly they'll come to you and they begin to ask you of the things of heaven. Suddenly they want to know about your king. They want to know about your lord. They want to know about your master. Simply because you exhibited that ambassadorship. Amen. Our boast is in him. Our boast is in him. And the the best part about us boasting in the Lord Jesus Christ is he's never failed. He's never come short one time. Not once has he failed. And he's failed. Everyone else will fail. But Jesus has never failed. So if they come to you and they point out something you've done, you always point them back to our sovereign. We're boasting in him. He's our perfect king. Amen. Amen. Uh, We only temporarily are like this part. (laughs) We only temporarily stationed here. Though we act whilst we are here like we are citizens of heaven. Our stay here on earth is only a short while. But whilst we are here, we are living as if we are in heaven. Living exemplary lives. Living unto him. Living for his goodness. You see, sometimes... I, I often are, I often see people uh, people are fighting for what's going on here, fighting for fighting to build a kingdom here, trying, building uh, fighting for a life that's here. Yeah, this life is only for a short while for most of us. Oh, oh, oh! I don't know what's going on here. Sorry, oh! <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we're only temporarily stationed here for a short while. Most people, the, 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 the oldest person I know maybe was 99 or 104. And eternity is forever. We are stationed here for a short while. Let's not rush to build something here that someone else will inherit. You know, I, I, I looked at, I, look at I, I, I often look at names. I look at, at the old buildings. I think of how many people have lived there before. All gone, all forgotten. Someone else will live Someone else will take our money and spend it. Someone else will, will take our achievements and throw it away. But God is, God is building something inside of us which is eternal. We have an eternal kingdom. Let us invest in it. Let us invest in it. I, 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 love, I, love what, I love what one of my pastors said back home. He says, when I get to heaven, I don't want to answer any questions. Andy, why didn't you? Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Let's be those when we get there, we say, Lord, I'm exhausted. And they'll say, welcome into my rest. The rest that I have set aside for you. Our station here is only temporary. Our lives belong to our sovereign and not ourselves. Your life, my life belongs to God and not to ourselves. It belongs to him. Our ambassadorship. Places demands on us that will often conflict with our earthly desires. I covered that. Now the next part, um, if you turn to Ephesians chapter 1, it says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms The, the, the part that got me there is that God has put all authority in our Christ. Our God is all-powerful. Jesus is all-powerful. Of course, I'm telling you something you know, but I'm going to reiterate it again. Because you see, truth truth is important. It's important that truth be compounded compounded into our hearts and into our minds because everything in this life is trying to convince us that they are stronger than Jesus, but they are not. Maybe maybe we get a diagnosis from uh, maybe we get a diagnosis, or we get symptoms, or we get this, or we get that, and all the time it's shouting out, "My name is cancer. I'm stronger than you, Jesus." But the truth is that God has given Him authority over everything. There's no name. There's no disease. There's no sickness. There's no this. There's no that. I, I mean, at, at, at the moment, at the moment, the big threat is world war. There's no world war that is greater in the name of Jesus. We think of the great conquerors. My wife was talking about Alexander the Great. He was he, he, at at one stage. He was the terror of the ages, but he's gone. The name Jesus still remains. You can name every Roman emperor that there was. You can name Genghis Khan. You can name—I mean, just 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 up until ten years ago, ISIS was the massive threat. We were all terrified of ISIS. We, we we wouldn't go into we wouldn't go into the streets. COVID was the big name. Every knee will bow, but Jesus will remain, because his kingdom is forever. He has an everlasting kingdom. And when we're gone, should, should Jesus not tarry, I, I mean, should Jesus not come and take the church away, when you and I are gone, there'll be others who will be worshiping this name Jesus and calling him Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And they say, I, and they say, and they say, I remember in 2019 when, 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 when the world was in terror, in, in turmoil, uh, with, with, with a disease that no one could see, but the name of Jesus remained. The only thing that came out better from, from that COVID-19 is the church of Jesus Christ. which was bigger and stronger and moved on. You see? And, 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 and the, the, you think Hitler and his Nazi party, they came. They were the great terror of the ages. And the only thing that came out at the end of that is the great, the great name of Jesus remains. You think of every other name, it will pass. The old song they used to sing, it says, kings and kingdoms will all pass away. But there's something about Jesus. There's something about that name. You and I will go, but that name will remain. The legacy of what he has done. I'm, I'm, even as I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to consider this one man dying on the cross revolutionized the entire world, revolutionized the history of mankind. That time starts with him, time ends with him. We are living in 2024 AD. What after death? I know, Dominie, in the year of our Lord, Even time is controlled by our Lord Jesus Christ. Have you considered that? Have you considered that? Before him as BC, before Christ, before he came. They they talk about dinosaurs and all the rest. When is it? Before Christ. Even in that, his name is there. And this is the name. This is the king we serve. This is the one who has called us and given us his name. And he says, you're my ambassador. He says, Sandra, you're my ambassador. I want you as my ambassador there at Tesco's, you're my ambassador. James, you're my ambassador. Justine, you're my ambassador. What a wonderful truth. What a wonderful honor that the name above all names calls us. Uh, now, every ambassador needs an embassy, of course. An, an embassy is the official residence or offices of an ambassador. Um, historically, it, it's a deputation or mission sent by one ruler t- uh, state to another. Now the location of the embassy is the church. The church is the embassy of the Lord. I'm not talking about the physical location. The body of Christ is the embassy. Jess, you are the embassy of Christ. Jacinta, the embassy. Look around. Look, just, just look around for a few seconds. And that's the embassy of Christ right there. All who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you are their embassy. And even as, and, and even as my brother would jealously guard that embassy to not allow anything in or anything out without his control. Let's not allow anything in or out. Of this embassy of ours. Uh, don't allow the enemy to, to do any old thing in our lives. The, the other important part is we have to have a mandate. And I think this is, this, this is, this for us now is is, 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 is I think, the crux of it. The mandate that we are called into. Uh, the, a mandate is an official order or commission to do something. In, in 2 Corinthians 5 uh, 17 to 21, in 18 it says, and all things. Uh, of god who has reconciled us unto himself by christ jesus and had given us the ministry of reconciliation your mandate is the ministry of reconciliation to reconcile the lost unto christ it's it's to wit that that god was in christ reconciling the world unto himself not imputing our trespasses unto them and had committed us unto the word of reconciliation now we are ambassadors For Christ, as though God did beseech us, beseech you by us, we pray in in the name of Jesus, be ye reconciled. This is the message that He sent you out and sent me out with to reconcile the lost unto Himself. How do we do that? We declare the truths that we know to be true. The things we know to be true is that God created the heavens and the earth. The things we know to be true is that God is love. The things we know to be true is John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever would believe on him will have everlasting life. This is how we begin to reconcile again. Someone comes to you and tells you, oh, there's no hope. You tell them there is. Someone comes to you and tells you, oh, my God hates me. You tell him, no, he doesn't. He's got a plan for you. How do you know? The Bible says it. Where? John 3 verse 16. And it's not only, again, you know, I was, I was so challenged by this, even as I sat down and I have it in here, which it says the full gospel which is John 3, 16, 17, and 18. Now, for, for so long, myself, I've only been a strong proponent of John 3, verse 16, which speaks of the love of God. John, which says, For God's love the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, verse 17 says, For God did not send his Son to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And this is, this is the scripture that the Holy Spirit prompted me. Again, and, and put, just emphasize John 3, verse 18. For whosoever believes on him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe on him is condemned. We have to share the full gospel of his love, and if you willfully want to be ignorant of him, you're walking away from that love and affection. Now, the first part is the easier part for us to share, I'll be honest. But if we really do love them, especially those nearby to us, those close to us, those we have relationships with, it's important that we speak the full gospel. That if you're going to willfully ignore the love of God, you deny its power to save you. So I'll I'll ask you, if you could, when you go home, read it again. John 3, verse 16, 17, and 18. Of course, of course, it's a wonderful message that, that Jesus is love. But it's important that we tell them if they're going in the wrong direction. We have to tell them, Amen. If someone's running. If 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 there's if if there's if there's a hole in the if, if there's a hole in the way and you, you know they're going to run over. If, if there's a cliff cliff edge there, we can't just stand back and just let them run into a Christless eternity. This is what ambassadors have to do. This is this is the bitter pill that we have to take with the, with the sweet pull of the ambassadorship. Tell, speak the full gospel. Especially to those who are close. Those who are close to us. Those who we have that relationship with. And God by his Holy Spirit will give us the power. He will make the. He's definitely going to make a way for us to speak. But don't be frightened. Don't be frightened of what you'll say. The Holy Spirit will give you the power. And the Holy Spirit. You see the great thing about what the Holy Spirit does. Is he doesn't set us up. He sets them up. So he'll be ministering to them all day before. He'll be saying this. He'll be saying, come to Jesus, come to Jesus. And then when you come along, you'll just be the human voice to what they've been, to, to what they've been dealing with all the time. You see, the great part about him is he is the after speaker and he's the before speaker. And the best part is once you've done what you've done and you're walking away with your back full of sweat and you're so nervous, I hope I didn't blow that, the Holy Spirit will again come. And he'll minister to them consistently. So again, but speak, speak in faith. Remember, we stand as ambassadors for Christ. And the last thing that we have to declare, we have to declare that there's hope. There's hope for all who will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Bible says in John 3, 16, again, all who believe on him shall be saved. Amen? So the wonderful truths. Again, please don't shy away from the fact that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. Don't, don't, Don't shy, especially our young people. Don't be scared of that. That's the reality. God created the heavens and earth in six days according to Genesis. And that's it. Don't be scared that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the life. They'll try to tell you that there's other ways. No, there isn't. Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. The only way a man can be saved. They'll try to tell you, oh, while I'm a good person, you tell him, no, the only way you can be saved is by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the truths that we know. And these are the truths that the ambassadors will declare. And finally, we come to the last part. We spoke about the, an ambassador. We spoke about an embassy. We spoke about a mandate. And this, for me, is the best part. The power to do it. Because the truth is, up until now, <laughs> up up, up until now, and I was sitting there, I'm thinking, oh, Lord, yes, yes, yes. Now, this, this, this sounds great, but I don't think I'm able to do it. And then I remembered again that it's the Holy Spirit who will empower us. It's the Holy Spirit who will come upon you, who will come upon me, and he is actively, he's actively working. Right now, on a plan of salvation, even for, the, even, even for the hardest ones, even for those who we think, I've got no arguments to convince this person, the Holy Spirit has a plan for them. A plan to reconcile them. In Acts chapter 4, verse 29, I love this, I love this, I love this. The situation here, the situation here is Peter, Peter and John go, go, go to the temple. They see a man who's been lame from birth. The man asks them for money. He says, Look at us in the name of Jesus. We, we we don't have anything in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. The man walks and is running around and everyone is excited. They, they, they are called, they, they're called into a room. They are quizzed and questioned. And and, and I mean the evidence is right there, so they, they can't dispute it. And they say to him, Don't okay, we're gonna we're gonna allow you to go out, but don't ever speak in that name of Jesus again. So they come and they and, and, and they tell they, they they call the brethren together and they're having a prayer meeting. And they say, this is the situation. In Acts 4, verse 29, and says, and now, Lord, so they get together and they pray. In verse 29, they say, and now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they might speak thy word. And when they prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spoke the word of God with boldness. I think for us as Christians, for us as ambassadors for Christ, we have a phenomenal advantage in that we have the spirit of the living God living inside of us. The power that resurrected Jesus from the dead resides in every believer. I have to say that again. The power that resurrected Jesus Christ from the dead lives in every born again believer whether whether you've whether you've spoken in tongues or not that power resides inside of you because because when you receive Jesus you received it all you receive all of God and you must know it again that power resides in you it's with you and he will never leave you nor forsake you and and and, and we look at these guys we look at these guys i mean they were ordinary fishermen and, and the Bible says that, that, that even as they were being quizzed, even as they were being quizzed questions left, right, and center, these guys could see that they were just ordinary men. They were just unlearned men. The scriptures, the scriptures use the word unlearned. and But these unlearned men spoke with such a boldness and with such a conviction. But they knew it's the power of the Holy Spirit that we need. If you want to continue living this life, Lord, I need your power. Lord, manifest this power again in me. Lord, manifest this power again. Lord, manifest this power again. Lord, manifest this power. And as they prayed, I love what they said. They said, Lord, grant us. The, grant us the power to speak your word with boldness. If you're worried about, if you're worried about going to that, to, to, to that family gathering again, because you know when I go there, they're going to mention Jesus again. And I'm going to be sitting there quiet and nervous. Because I know they're going to start talking about those born-again's again. And I'm going to have to sit there quiet or nervous. And I know I've got to go to work. And they're going to start with this. Before you go in, Lord, give me the power to speak your word with boldness. And there's something that comes upon the believer when he prays this prayer. The Holy Spirit agrees and says, let's go. And And immediately as you begin to go, you know what he does. He causes us to see the people as he sees them. And suddenly they're not the bullies anymore. Suddenly they're the person crying out for help. Suddenly they're the person who needs a savior. The toughest one standing there. Suddenly as you begin to look at them, God puts, he begins to put a love in our hearts for them. And this is, this is what he wants to do for every one of us as ambassadors. He wants to give us a heart whereby we begin to see people as he sees them. As those needing a savior. You know, even those who are shouting the loudest against the Lord, the Lord has a plan of salvation for them. Even those who are standing the toughest against the gospel, he he knows, he knows this one needs salvation. And again, I want to challenge you, brethren, in the name of Jesus. The Lord has given us a mandate. A message of reconciliation. A message of come. God loves you. Come. His heart is for you. Come. Receive him. He loves you. A message of reconciliation. A message that says my kingdom wants to, wants to welcome you in as well. That this, that, this, that this two meter perimeter, God wants to extend it to you. He wants to extend his grace to you. Because yes, we walk in peace. Yes, we walk in joy. Yes, we walk in life. Yes, we walk in hope. But what about those around us? Surely God wants to extend his borders more. Surely he's not just satisfied with us. Surely he'd like to see us extend this kingdom of God. Because this is the mandate of every ambassador. This is the mandate of everyone who's born again. The gospel of reconciliation. That we speak on behalf of Jesus. And that says come back to God. We all know, we all know people who may be uh, a disillusioned with the Catholic Church. And disillusioned with this. Our mandate, come back to God. Those were men who failed. But Jesus has never failed you. Those are, they let you down. But God will never let you down. That's what the scripture says. Our message is to tell them come back to God. And this is the mandate for you, for me. We are ambassadors for Christ. We are his heavenly embassy. He's given us the order. He's given us the Holy Spirit which will do it. Is there anyone who says, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll go. I say, yes, Lord, I'll go. Lord, I know. I know when I look at everything, I'm not qualified. But Jesus, you've given me your righteousness. Lord, I can't. I I, I, I remember what... uh, remember what moses said when 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 moses when moses when god said to moses moses i'm sending you i'm sending you to pharaoh what moses said oh uh, lord i I, I, I stutter i can't speak he says don't worry i'll do it for you and even as the apostle paul says don't be fearful of what to say when you get there the lord who's brought you that far is going to bring you all the way through and this is the challenge again i understand that there are many of us who, who are in difficult situations, who maybe are not serving the Lord a long time, or maybe fearful. And oh, uh, I'm telling you now, the same Holy Spirit that was upon Paul is the same Holy Spirit that's upon you. And when he comes, and when he acts, and when he speaks to you, you will bring such a phenomenal victory in your life and in your situation that you'll be amazed. That we look around and we'll see our spouses, we'll see our children in the years to come, all serving the Lord Jesus, and we'll be amazed. And we say, Lord, you're so faithful. Bless the Lord. I I believe that that's what the Lord wanted me to say, that we are his ambassadors. We are his embassy. We have a mandate and he has empowered you and me by his Holy Spirit. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions, you can email us info at courtchurch.com or just check out our website. It's www.courtchurch.com. Again, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.